You're listening to Tay Talk, the podcast, where we speak the unofficial guide of living your best life. Each episode, we dive into social views of how young adults should live their lives, and then we break them. Get ready, because Tay is about to talk. Here's your host, Taylor J. Mitchell. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Tay Talk. Wow, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this episode, but I definitely would not be able to start without thanking you all so much for just the the outpour of support with Tay Talk. I mean, it's so ironic that this episode is going to be tackling fear because you all, believe it or not, Tay Talk has been under my belt for maybe a year or so and April was just a month where I was like hey you can't hold this anymore you gotta let it out you got to share this and I'm so glad that I I, I just really let go and did because it's the best decision that I have made and I'm gonna get more into that but just recording this again and it's 11 11 like I hear you I hear you universe <laughs> but Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Tay Talk. Before we get started in today's episode, I have so many shout outs and thank yous that I want to give out to those who may be listening and those who those who are listening, not who may be listening, those who are listening. First and foremost, Miss Adia Hicks. Adia Hicks is my audio engineer for Tay Talk and is the sole reason you all are listening to Tay Talk now because shout out to engineers, audio engineers, podcast producers, all those who are doing the editing of these episodes because let me tell you, that was the biggest hurdle to overcome with producing Tay Talk sitting here and editing everything. And Adia has come into my life and made everything just flawless, seamless. Thank you so much, Adia. I really do not, I tell you this every time, but I honestly don't know what I would have done without you. So thank you so much. I also wanna thank Alexa Santi for all the visuals, the visuals that you've seen of Tay Talk. So like the commercial, um, well, commercial Taylor. The video premiere of Tay Talk, all was Alexa. Thank you so, so much. And then Alyssa Monter from Ground Up Experience, located in Columbus, Ohio. O-H, I-O. <laughs> Shout out to Alyssa for creating the graphic designs of Tay Talk and really just being so, so understanding and patient with me as I came up with an idea of what I wanted Tay Talk to look like. And you went above and beyond, as always, with all your clients. But big shout out to them. And they're all women and they're all killing it. Okay, killing it. So if you haven't, if you need something, check in on my girls because they're killing it. They're killing it. That's Adia Hicks, Alexa Santi, and Ground Up Experience CEO Alyssa Monster, who made the graphic design to Tay Talk. So big shout out to you all. Thank you all so, so, so much. Thank you to the subscribers, the followers, and the listeners of Tay Talk the podcast. Every week, just uploading an episode and seeing the logistics of Apple and Spotify and Google Play and Anchor of who are listening. And it, it, it really, it just really 
blows me away every week, you all, every week. This podcast definitely was more so created for my healing, for my healing into the unknown and feeling guilty of not knowing what it, what I wanted to do and not always having a healthy outlet of expressing that. And it felt so good doing that within Tay Talk. And it felt even better listening back to it. And from there thinking, hmm, I wonder if other people feel this way. I wonder if I did let this out for the public to hear. And I wonder if they would resonate with what I'm saying. And then, you know, fear, our good friend fear being on your shoulder like, eh, it's okay. Keep that to yourself. And I kept it to myself for almost a year. And so seeing you all text me, message me on Instagram, comment, or just even rate the show. It just show it just it just makes me it just makes me feel so grateful that I did not let fear be take over this narrative of hiding Tay Talk or holding Tay Talk back like I wanted to. So I thank you all so, so much. I really, really do. I could not start this episode without thanking you all for all of your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So to get started, I did want to just tell you all some things before we get into this episode. But this episode revolves around the unknown of fear. And it's a mini check-in with myself and me checking in with you all. So like I said in the trailer, about a year ago, within the pandemic, I came to a realization as I was back home with my family, enjoying them, and then getting back into moving back to Philly from the pandemic and having to take on a career more so for my livelihood than my passion and just really coming to some reality reality checks and questions about what I actually wanted to do in life and not having the answer and it was scary it was scary just like everything I say in my trailer I I really did not know what I wanted to do in life and since I can remember, I've always been the woman, the girl who, who's known what they're going to do. I know what I'm going to do when I wake up at 530. I have a routine for every day of the week. I have my schedule set for the whole month. And you know, yeah, God laughs at our plans. But like I am, I am type A. And so when I had that daunting reality check back in 2021, 2020, that I actually don't know what I want to do. It it really took a hold of me. It really took a hold of me, you all. And it's crazy because every episode that you have listened to thus far was recorded back in September through November of 2021. It is now April 2022. Um, hello. Yeah. So those were feelings that came to me initially when I was first going into the unknown. Well, not initially when I was first going into the unknown, because when I was first going into the unknown, I was deeply in therapy, deeply in meditation and figuring out, okay, please, girl, don't break. You are nowhere near family. You are finding yourself, but you don't even know where to start looking. It's a lot. But I find... 
I find happiness in listening back to the episodes that has played so far and really seeing growth from where I was in 2021 to where I am now. And I'm hoping with these check-ins that I can assure you that, yes, I am truly still in the unknown. And I can't wait to really get into our episode today to tell you about that. But I have a little idea. I have more of an idea and more confidence in this unknown than where I was in 2021, which makes me feel so, so good. And I know my friends who are listening, the followers, subscribers who are listening, that you should also feel that same, that same, what's the word I'm looking for? That same spirit of goodness, because we all are trying to figure it out. And you're so much better than you were yesterday. And sometimes we don't even give ourselves that chance to realize that and see that, but you are. And keep on congratulating yourself and moving, moving up. We're going to, we're, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. And the beauty of it is there's no timeline to it. There's none. I tell you, listening to those episodes, I can just remember me interviewing Renee and interviewing Jania and being like, oh, wow. This is, this is some good conversations. Too bad it's just going to be for me. I'm not sharing this with nobody because of this, the, the fear, the fear of failure. Like Renee says, putting your, attaching your name to something that has the potential of failing. And then along with that project, you, you look at yourself as failure instead of just taking the risk of something that you really enjoy and realizing it can never fail because it's your passion. It's your, it's the beat of your heart. And as long as that is the reason you're doing it, you can never fail. You can only elevate. So I just wanted to give you all that history of Tay Talk as we go into today's episode, because it's just crazy hearing you all say what you say, say all your compliments and your, your, your ratings, everything about Tay Talk and just realizing like, wow, this was a year ago that I recorded all of this material. But from now on, we are live and we are present and we're going forward. So I am recording this episode, April 30th, 2022, for you all to have May 2nd, 2022. (laughs) So it's live and I'm, I'm, I'm in my skin right now. I'm telling you as it is. So Again, thank you, thank you, thank you all so much for tuning in. And let's get into our episode. So today's episode centers around fear. Fear of the unknown. Which, I mean, the sentence, the title says it itself. The fear of the unknown. We do not know anything about the unknown that is why it's the unknown so that brings us fear because it's like okay what are we walking into and that was my biggest revelation back in 2020 I remember talking to my mom and telling her all the things that I was coming up of with what I wanted to do instead of what I was doing and instantly just start breaking down crying because it was like I'm, I'm literally making excuses or making plans because I feel myself entering this chapter where I just don't know what I want to do. And that scares me. That scares me so much because, I mean, 
I have known what I wanted to do my whole life. So for those who may not know, my whole my whole pretty much my whole upbringing I have spent studying and training to be an actress, specifically a Broadway actress. I went to Alabama State University to study theater. I moved to Philadelphia to become an actress. I did things with as an acting apprentice at Walnut Street Theater. And you know, before I left the apprenticeship a little bit after before the pandemic hit and I had some good I had I really I felt had some good opportunities lined up for me. I felt that I was auditioning. I felt confident in my my skill set. I was out there. I was really booking things and really getting things done, but I wouldn't necessarily say it was making me happy. It was more so this is what I've been in school for my whole life doing. This is what I spent majority of my childhood studying on YouTube, learning choreography from Beyonce and all these celebrities that I le- I admired growing up so that when I went to an audition, I was able to get an eight count in the time, in the amount of time that the instructor taught it, studying, taking vocal lessons to 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 train my loud voice that I had as a young girl and to train it into different genres of singing, getting my, you know, just constantly spending my parents' money and time and my time on really perfecting this craft. And during the pandemic and even after and even now, even now, I've come to the revelation I keep saying revelation. I pray I'm using it in the right sense. (laughs) But I just came to the point of it's not making me happy. And it's kind of, I was actually explaining this to my grandmother the other day. I kind of feel as if it's a divorce. Um, You often hear from amical divorces, I would say, that the, the person who's filing the divorce or wants to be separated or ending anything, you know, they want it to work, but there's nothing there that can help them make it work. Uh, that might came out a little confusing. How should I say it again? Um, or maybe you do get it, but I'll say it. So I'll say it again, just in case there, because when I said it fast, it just came out like, what did, what did you just say, Taylor? But I feel like I love theater. I love acting. I love I love it because I trained for it. I trained so long for it and I want it to work. I want to become an actress. I want this. But it's not making me happy. It's not it doesn't bring me the same enjoyment like it does when I am sitting on my computer recording Tay Talk or interviewing people about Tay Talk or promoting Tay Talk or creating my own things. And it was scary because during that time and even now as I was getting back into the hang of auditioning that I felt like I was giving up. I was giving up on everything I worked so hard on and I was giving it up for something that I know nothing about. You know, I I minored in communications and learned a little bit about media producing and mass communications with that minor, but nowhere near the knowledge I have with theater and performing and acting. And you know, 
from from 2021 to even now, as I try to get back into auditioning and things, you know, the universe was telling me in so many ways that what I felt was right. What I felt was right. Um, I'm going to be honest and transparent in this episode. So, you know, I'm and I'm telling myself this as I'm about to say it, because I'm like, be real, Taylor. This is the whole purpose of Tay Talk, the podcast, checking in and being honest with my struggles so you all know that you're not alone in the unknown. But as auditioning and theater came back, you know, I was auditioning back because I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it another chance. Maybe you're not happy because you're not you're not trying hard enough or you're not putting your all in it. And every audition, pretty much every audition that I have auditioned for this month, this year, I've gotten a rejection. And I think even the things that I I really wasn't sure that I wanted to do, but just did it because I was like, you know, this could be networking, this can be, which it is still, but still a rejection. And I was depressed, you all. I was so depressed. I was like, what am I doing? What is my purpose? Tay Talk was still hadn't been produced yet. Still was in my back pocket because of fear and not managing my time. And it, it just became a lot. And it just became a point and place where I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to, I didn't want to even express how I felt to like my therapy, my therapist or my, my parents or my grandparents, because it really sunk in that I, I keep trying to run away from the unknown, but it keeps coming back to me. It keeps coming back to me. What do I do after eight rejection letters? What do I do with this career that I so-called want, but it doesn't make me happy? What do I do? And so <laughs> you book a tri- you book a trip internationally by yourself that you have no knowledge about. You just saw that on Skyscanner, the round trip was 280 and you had that and you go. That's what you do. You go to a country that is known for their big, big issues with drug trafficking and human trafficking and to a country where, (laughs) oh my goodness, that's what you do, you all. That's what you do. Um, But in that moment, I'll explain it more. In that moment of depression and just, you know, feeling like, what am I doing? What am I doing? The unknown is right here at my door. I keep closing it, but I keep turning back to things that do not want me or are showing me that it's showing me in so many ways that I need to go and open that door to the unknown. So I booked a trip to Bogota, Colombia, and it was very impromptu, very impromptu for my friends who are listening, you know, when Taylor travels, I travel all the time. Travel is another form of therapy to me because I feel like often as young adults and working young adults, we don't get that time to celebrate ourselves enough and, or we don't get enough time to find how we like to celebrate ourselves. You know, we think about that taking one day off out of the week off, 
and being like, this is me celebrating myself. But if you think about it, most of the times we're using that day off to plan for the days we do have on. And does that really feel like a day off at all? No, because by the time you planned everything out for the week, if you're like me, you're like, wow, it's 6 p.m. I have the choice of eating dinner, maybe going out to get some air and going to sleep, you know, and vacation just has been that place vacationing and getting out of my city or my state that I'm in. It brings awareness to where I am mentally, where I am physically, spiritually, all of that. And I knew that after eight rejections, (laughs) eight rejections, um, a career that I'm striving for that is not making me happy but I keep auditioning and I keep on putting myself out there. I said, I need to get out. I need to get out of the country. I need to go somewhere by myself and really tap into Taylor. So I woke up one morning, you all, very impromptu. It was literally what I went to Bogota two weeks ago. I woke up in March, the first week of March, and I said, I want to go to Colombia. No, I said, I wanted to go to South America. I wanted to go to South America because I have this big goal of reaching all seven continents before I turn 30. And I was like, well, it's might as well get all the continents near North America out of the way so that I can really spend time planning on Australia, Antarctica, and Asia. And so I found the Skyscanner trip. Um, I found a trip on Skyscanner or Scott's flights, I can't remember. And it was 280 leaving out of Newark. And I found an Airbnb for like 190. I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I'm going to Columbia and I'm going by myself. I don't want anyone going. I don't want anyone going because I need this for myself. I need it. I booked the trip, did it. I wasn't going to tell anyone originally because I am big on, you know, fear I am big on people placing their fears on me. I already had so many fears going into Colombia. Not only am I entering this unknown chapter that I don't know nothing about, I'm scared shitless of what may, what I may encounter, especially since, you know, I am literally going in here, going into this new chapter of my life, open, open hands, because I have no idea what can be in this 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 journey, this path, where at least in theater, being an actress, you know, you heard about the things that the yeses and the noes, the stories, where I never really, I've, I've never heard too much about starting your own business other than start the, the, the journey of starting your own business and st- starting your own creations of projects and things for yourself. So unknown, very scared. And now I'm about to go to a country that I did research on literally for one day just so that I can book this trip with a little bit of confidence because I had 5% of confidence booking the trip and it went up to maybe 20% after that day. But I just knew I needed it. I needed it. I needed it. I need. I needed this trip. So I wasn't going to tell anybody I was, of course, going to tell my mom because I needed someone to know, but I didn't want to tell anyone because I didn't want no one placing their fears on me. I did not want anyone stopping me from going. But of course, I told people, I told, (laughs) I remember telling my grandmother, my grandmother morning, and she thought I was joking for a good week. 
And then when it came closer to the trip and I was telling I was telling her, you know, me getting my passports and getting my documentations for COVID screenings and stuff where she was like, you are really going over to Colombia? Are you serious? What is wrong with you? You know, just giving me all these facts about Colombia and the drug cartels, all these things. And of course, putting her fears on me. And you know, it's my grandmother. So I expect that. And I know that everyone who did, because if you're listening and you feel like you were one of the people who put your fears on me, I know it comes out of love. But it was things that like, but it was things that made me reconsider my trip and reconsider, oh, am I doing this right? Am I going to come back alive? Like, what am I doing? I remember telling my friends, all of my friends, and usually all my friends are usually like, oh, I want to come. I'm going to get my ticket. They're like, are you crazy? Columbia by yourself? All right, Taylor, make it back now. Don't get taken. You know, just placing their fears on me, placing their fears, even to the point when I told my therapist and my therapist, she is very, very neutral, very open minded, never is the one to give me a statement, but always questions things to make me hear what I'm saying. And just seeing her face being like, oh, um, Taylor, be safe, please. <laughs> like everyone was so scared, you all. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and think and act like I was Iron Man. I was scared too. You know, I haven't spoke Spanish in, in a while. You know, I hadn't touched Duolingo in a while. I only made it to, what, Spanish 5 in high school. So I know, like, very, very basic Spanish. I know that Colombia is solely Spanish. And I and that would, friends will be coming to me like, yeah, well, my friend told me, Taylor, you need to get you a translator because that's all they speak. Or my one friend was like, yeah, my grandmother grew up in Colombia. And she, the last time she was in Colombia, she was walking over dead bodies. You know, just, it was, and I... <laughs> It was a lot for my brain to process and to the point where I was kind of like nervous of going on this trip. I remember the day of I was like my my greyhound that was going to take me to Newark had broke down and it caused for the greyhound to delay getting us to where we needed to go. And I remember thinking, oh, well, if I miss this flight, you know what? It's whatever. It's already paid off. It's okay. And, I, and I'm just sitting here, and I had that feeling for a while, you all, and I'm just saying, no, no. Th- th- go on this trip, Taylor. Do not, do not let anyone's fear stop you from what you're trying to do. Do not. You need this trip. Go. Go, go, go. And, of course, everything came together, got to the plane on time and everything. And when I got there, you all, instantly – Instantly, and I, this is so cliche, but instantly, as soon as I touched foot in Bogota, got to my hotel, I felt peace. I felt peace, and it's almost, it's almost as if visually I finally opened that door to the unknown. Like the week before, my left eye just consistently kept twitching because when I'm stressed, I've learned now that I'm getting older, um, when I'm stressed or if I'm working too much 
my left eye just twitches really, really bad. And I, it almost feels like my eye is sliding down my face from how heavy it is. But it's because I'm stressed. And I guess that's where the tension goes now. It'll go there. And I'd rather it go there than food because Lord knows I'll eat a bag of pretzels and peanut butter and just be like, all right, I'm going to go to Target and get another one. But that had stopped. I... I felt rested. I remember the first day there, usually when I'm traveling, I'm always like, okay, we don't have no time. Get up at 6 a.m., get ready, get dressed. We're going out to explore. For the first two days of my trip, I was there. I was in Colombia for a week. For the first two days, I slept. I slept till I couldn't sleep no more. And I kept telling myself, go out there, go explore. My body was like, no, rest, rest. And who 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 would have even known that my body needed all that time to recover? Because I'm always on the work, I'm always on the move, I'm running from the unknown in the in the midst of being on the move. I mean, and I'm I'm sitting here just reflecting on that time being in my hotel, just resting and really seeing afterwards that next day I was ready to attack everything that needed to be attacked everything that needed not attack but everything that needed to be done so the purpose of Columbia was of course to get a break from the 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 rejection from and to get time to figure out what I what how was I going to go into this next month how was I going to go into you know recovering and building myself back up to keep going and it was a mix of that and of course exploring nature where I feel that I am my most authentic, and that's where I find healing at, through nature, through the universe. And that next day, I got up, and I went hiking in this waterfall with, it was about six of us. Two people were from North Carolina, one was from Mexico, and then the, our, camp, our troop leaders were from Colombia. And I remember, you know, everyone speaking Spanish, And me just being like, I know a little bit what you all are saying, but okay. And just walking, walking in the Andes Mountains and looking at the different waterfalls and just seeing us going higher and higher and higher. And then from there, we went to this big coffee factory because Columbia is really big for their coffee. And just having conversations with my, the people in my tour and telling them, you know, why I came to Columbia. I didn't tell too many people I was there by myself. I try to be very safe and cautious since I am a black woman traveling solo. But I just found so much therapy within this trip, you all. I mean, I could go from each detail, so much therapy. I was able to sit down every morning and analyze things that scared me about unleashing Tay Talk and that put me in a place that I was nervous to even promote Tay Talk. You know, I was writing down the things that was stopping me because I did, when I left Columbia, I did drop the trailer. And I was like, oh, now I have to finish, always finish. And I'm like, but what if what if they don't like my first episode? What if they don't like the second? What if they don't like my voice? What if I'm coming off, what if I'm coming off religious or spiritual? You know, what just all these what ifs and I'm and it came to day five, which is so, so ironic, you all now thinking about it. My last day there, 
And as I was listening to the upcoming episodes I was going to release on Tay Talk and also listening, looking at all the what ifs I wrote down of the reasons I wouldn't. The biggest one, um, the biggest thing that I put on day five saying like why I should. So I did. Let me go back. I wrote a reasons of why I didn't want to continue Tay Talk. And then I started to write reasons of why I wanted to continue Tay Talk. And my first reason was because it's my passion. And that that statement alone, it I couldn't write anything else. Because it's my passion. And I think fear sometimes comes a lot from the unknown, but also a perception of our imagination. So I looked at all the what ifs. I had one what if saying, what if no one listens? Well, that's a lie. My mom's always going to listen. Someone's going to listen. It may not be like a million people, but someone's going to listen. What if no one follows the podcast? Well, I made the Instagram account and in two days I had 100 followers. What if, what if I don't have the funds to continue it? Well, you know, I've been... I've been able to keep doing it so far. You know, all these what ifs that we give ourselves, we give ourselves, it's just in a, per- a perception of our imagination, the perception that we don't know. And we won't know until we do. And it that trip, my trip, my first solo international trip to Colombia, Colombia of choice, brought all this realization to me that one, I can do anything I put my mind to. We all can do anything we can put our mind to. Two, we cannot allow fear to be the narrative of our story. We can't. There's so many things we don't know. I think about I think about all the fruit we got to try on this one tour I did. I did a five-hour bike tour around Bogota, Colombia, you all. And if you know me, you know I love cycling. I love exercising. But for five hours, we were on a bike riding around Bogota, taking many different um, excursions and trying food. But one of the the places we tried food at, we tried all exotic fruits. And I'm, I'm at an age where my appetite, I like where my appetite is. I like the selective choice of food I have to choose from. And so I really don't, you know, I'm not interested in adding anything else. But I remember, I think it was Starsop that we tried. And there's a fancy name for what how they call it in Colombia. But when when the woman opened, like was cutting it, I was like, oh, that I'm not putting that in my mouth. That looks disgusting. Disgusting. I'm not doing that. And then once I tried it, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the best fruit I ever had in my life. Just think, I was not, you know, this is so little to compare to the the whole thought of the unknown, but it relates, you know, we see things or we think of how things may look or how they might taste or how they might, what they might become, all these things. And we just give that answer just from our thoughts, from our imagination, which we don't realize is a form of fear and also it's holding us back from so, so much. And I just remember tasting, like, tasting the star stop and being like, this is amazing. This is delicious. Oh, my goodness. And, I mean, this whole trip, you all, I can go at, I can go 
through every detail of this trip to tell you how it just kept saying, open every door to the unknown, open every door, run through every door of the unknown. But yes, I, I'm so grateful. I was grateful that I was able to take this trip. And yes, there were times I was very nervous. I'm not even going to act like this trip was just all butterflies because being truthful, there was times I was nervous, especially when my Spanish wasn't getting me as far as I wanted it to get me through conversations where how someone would say something a little bit different than what I was taught in Spanish. And so I'm like, oh, snap, they're going to find out that like I know nothing and they're going to try to scam me or, you know, just thinking the worst. And luckily I am here today (laughs) to, to, to have this episode to say to you all. But yeah, I mean, it unlocked so much for me and I'm so grateful that I did it. I'm so grateful that I did. I remember... I won't disclose any names, but there were some people I did not tell until I came back because I knew how upset they would be with me for doing so and for going out there, especially because, like I said in the beginning, everyone, I know everyone's concerns came out of their love for me, but also their concerns came out of their fear of them, the fear of putting themselves in that situation and knowing that they wouldn't do it. And I think that plays a big part into how we allow fear to narrate our stories, narrate our stories. I didn't even, I'm just been going, going, but I wanted to drop this definition of what fear is. Fear is an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, real or imagined. Again, an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, real or imagined. Like I was telling you all with the many what ifs I had for Tay Talk of why I couldn't produce it or why I couldn't make it happen. Most of it was from the perception of my imagination. Danger of failing. Danger of failing. Danger that these things, these, the, the effect of Tay Talk, if it's good or bad, that it can trigger me. And realizing that after I produce after I released trailer one and even Renee's episode and Jania's episode and seeing people tagging me into tagging me on post or messaging me about, Hey, I'm listening to episode two. I want to ask you your question, you know, starting conversations. It's like, Whoa, I almost let fear write this whole story for me where I would just be holding on to these episodes not producing them because I didn't, I was scared to fail. I was scared to make a mistake without realizing that I can't make a mistake or I can't fail within my, let me say that again. I can definitely make a mistake. I can definitely fail, but none of that matters when it's my passion. None of when I'm doing something that I truly love to do, when I'm doing something that I want to do, to learn more from, to gain knowledge on, it can never, it can never upset me because this is for me. This is for me. Of course, I want it to resonate with everyone who listens, but this is a part of my healing going into the unknown. So there is no wrong answer because there's no answer. It's the unknown. You're creating it as you go. And it's just crazy how fear you all Fear can literally limit us or take us back 
from doing the unstoppable, from creating the most amazing things that we are capable of doing. So I leave this with you all today, you know. Fear is something that it's un- it's it's something that we're always going to be in face and faced upon, you know. There's a spider on the wall. Oh my goodness, what if this spider jumps on me and just takes my whole face off? Impossible, right? But when you see a spider, if you're scared of spiders, that's the first thing you think about. This thing that's probably the size of your pinky nail just attacking you crazy when you think about when you think of the logistics but your fear is what is stopping you from going forth and just killing it or getting it out of your way you know fear really stops us from doing the most creative thing that we're possible of doing and I'm hoping that as you go through your unknown as you go through life that we rip that fear out and we just live for us We live for us and we create our own narrative, allowing fear to not even take part of it, allowing fear not to even take part of it. But yes, my first international solo trip by myself, and I mean by myself, a lot of people thought I went to Africa by myself, but I technically traveled there by myself, but my mom was waiting right at the ferry for me, okay? Because if you if you have ever been to Sierra Leone and got on that ferry and then got off the ferry, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story time for us. But yes, my mom was there waiting for me, hands open for me to run into. I was not alone, not alone. But this trip, solely alone. And having to, you know, and I didn't plan for this, Wow, that's a gem in itself. I didn't plan for this trip really at all. Any of my friends know when I travel, I at least have like five months of preparation before we go anywhere. Where this trip, I didn't even purposely not plan for it. I just really didn't have time because I I, I, I planned the trip in March and left April. I, di- I really didn't have time. At the time, I'd, Ubers were like illegal in Colombia. And I guess they're still... They're not legal with they're not illegal within the company, but like Columbia doesn't want taxi drivers, their money taken away from the the outpour of Ubers in the city. Um, well, in the city of Bogota. But yeah, knowing the logistics of that, you know, there was a lot of things I had to learn just right there where even if I went more in depth, you would probably just be like, Oh my goodness, thank God that you are here, Taylor, because you be doing the most. But I needed this trip. I needed this trip to finally open the door to the unknown. And as as dramatic as that may sound, I mean, I felt it. I felt it. As soon as I touched, as soon as I got off that plane, I felt that I opened that door. Everything that was holding me, that was giving me stress, giving me anxiety was gone. Was gone. And... Sometimes that's what it takes, stepping out in fear and knowing that everything that you need is inside of you. So you're not going to fail. You're not going to fall. Step into the unknown. Step into the unknown. And no, it's not easy because I'm pretty sure the next check-in or whenever I did, there's going to be check-ins where I'm going to be like, you all, this is ghetto. I'm ready. I'm done. Unknown, make yourself known. Help me out because I'm done. But right now, I am truly and most certainly 
enjoying this journey. And I don't know what's next. I don't know what's coming tomorrow. I still really don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I still, still don't know what I want to do. But I am 100% okay with that. Because the door, the door of the unknown is open and I'm still walking. I am still walking. Now let's get into some Tay formation. Okay, so getting into the Tay formation. And for those who are new here on Tay Talk, the podcast, a Tay formation is a Tay Talk exclusive affirmation to help you get through your personal unknown. And that can be a situation you may be in, that may be a chapter or a door you just opened that looks a little blurry and you can't see. My goal is for this Tay formation to resonate with you. And my Tay formation is do not let your fear or anyone else's create your narrative. Do not let your fear, emphasis on your fear, or anyone else's create your own narrative. We have got to live life for us. This is the unofficial, the unofficial guide of living your best life. Not Beyonce's, not Oprah, not your mom, not your sister, not your best friend, your life. Fear does not have a place in our life. It doesn't have a place in our narrative. We didn't put it on a character list. We're not giving it scenes. We're not giving it a description. No, you are in control. You are in control of your narrative and whatever you want to do, do it. And you know, I know we're often taught about failure and what happens, you know, when you fail, but what, what is the worst thing about failure? You fall, but you get back up. Hey, you know, we, we keep going, we keep going. And most of the time when it's something you really love, when it's something you really love, you can never fail. You'll learn a lesson and you'll do and you'll be better the next time, but you'll never fail. You can't. So you all again, my tape formation, do not let your fear or anyone else's create your own narrative. Your own narrative. My advice for those who may be going into the unknown or new to the unknown. Hello, welcome. I am Taylor. I am a so far almost two year veteran of the unknown. Still don't know where I want to go. Still don't know what I want to do. Every day I say I'm going to move. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary, but I promise you my advice is just going in open-handed, open-handed and accepting and exploring everything that comes your way. I don't think I ever, you would not be able to tell me two years ago, hey, Taylor, on April 18th, no, April 11th, you're going to fly by yourself to Bogota, Colombia. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. Um, no, not like can't the British BC. Um, no, is it the British BC? Canada BC? Not, not British Columbia and Canada. No, Bogota. Bogota, Colombia, the country in South America. Yeah, you're going by yourself. Yeah, I know you don't really pay attention too much in Spanish, but you may want to start now because you're going in. They only speak Spanish. You you wouldn't be able to tell me that. You wouldn't be able to tell me that. You wouldn't be able to tell me that and, me, and I believe you. Just do it. Just do it. 
And you know what? And and that's for anything that comes your way in the unknown. It's going to be scary. It's going to be rocky. But you got it. You got it. This is your narrative. You are the author and nobody else. You are the author, the illustrator, the producer, the all of it. That's you. So just do it. Just do it. Nike did not sponsor this, but <laughs> just do it, you all. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Tay Talk, the podcast, as we dive into the battle of the unknown with fear. And I hope that you all continue listening. Please remember to rate, rate the podcast, share the podcast. If you want, even drop a little comment on the podcast section to say how you feel about the podcast or what you like to listen to, what you would like to listen to in the future. And as again, thank you all so much for your support. I am truly, truly grateful, and I can't wait to see you all next week. Have a great one. Thanks for joining us on Tay Talk Into the Unknown. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next time in the unknown.